Tier 10 Podcast. Hey, welcome to another episode of Tier 10. We're, I'm here with uh, Logan and Adam. So to my right, Logan, how you going? G'day, mate. G'day. How are you, mate? Oh, so good, so good. It's good looking fresh there, bro. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Got the face for a podcast. Right oh, now. mate, me too. And looking even fresher is Adam. How you going, mate? Yeah, mate, even better face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you to you who are listening, and uh, thanks for chiming in on... Um, this will be our second episode in uh, the Tier 10 podcast, which is awesome. Uh, in this episode, we're going to cover uh, mods and gear. So often you'll see on a video, so uh, on um, one of our latest ones we've just put out, so the Wild Rapper Wonder, uh, on that one we have a list of mods and gear that each vehicle had. And so within the Tier 10 team, we want to cover some of those vehicles. So we're going to... Who's going to kick it off? Adam or Logan? Who's going to go first? Who's going to go first? I want Adam to kick it off. He's got some exciting stuff on the way. That's uh, <laughs> that's really going to scare the heck out of the yeah. eighty series. And there's plenty of eighty series builds out there. So why don't you why don't you yeah. kick us off, Adam? Maybe you do one of your vehicles because you're he's got two. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say awesome? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so do one of your vehicles. Go to Logan. We'll come back and sure, sure. Pick up the other one. Well, yeah. Uh, the the latest video, the Wider Lapper Wonder. Uh, I took the D Max. So we'll kick off uh, with that, I suppose. Um, oh, where do I start? I've, I've done so much to that thing. Uh, it's been so fun, and and it's happened really, really fast, really. Um, got together with you guys, and, and um, we all just sat around and, and found a common ground, really, and, uh, and mm. started talking about four drive videos we're watching and hey oh, do you, you watch that one as well and yeah um so yeah i thought man it's 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 a hobby i definitely wanted to get into um and it all came together pretty fast really uh yeah so uh yeah picked the d-max uh good solid build an absolute bulletproof engine the four jj1 uh the first thing i did to that was uh we gave it a, a lift so two inch lift didn't want to go too crazy with that one because you tend, tend to find uh, with with those uh, IFS vehicles, uh, if you lift it too high, you end up having trouble with your CVs and all that kind of stuff. A lot more work gets in, gets involved in you. Yeah, spring right up. Yeah, yeah. Build them, build them low, and build them wide. So, uh, yeah, so did the lift and then the front bar. And that all sort of came together pretty fast, and uh, and then and got the bug from there pretty much. It got dropped off the truck, oh, quite literally. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw or not, when we did the bar video, um, the the transporters were fork, forklifting it off the truck, and they lifted it up, and it literally fell off the truck, and it crashed bang down. Uh, luckily, there was not too much damage. The first yeah. uh, first road test, as such, of, uh, of the front bar, and it passed with flying colours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that was yeah, that was the first mods, and uh, from there I just uh, it went a bit crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real clever with the winch mounting. You know, you you, you ran your cable into the into the cab. I don't know if you guys know D Maxes very well, but they've got the real cool little pocket at the front where you can just store stuff. You just, just above the glove box. Just yeah, just above the glove box, yep. and you've so, mounted all your wiring in there for that. So yep, yep. So the they, the winch I had came with the with the wireless. Uh, what do they call them transponder or, or uh, whatever it was uh, so that's mounted in there but if you ever needed the wired connection you don't have to try and fish it out from the front of the vehicle mm. you can just plug it in right there in the glove box that was fun yeah I mean us being electricians uh, I can't can't do a bad job with wiring uh, so 
yeah, I did that all pretty, pretty, pretty good, pretty well. Um, enjoyed it. That was fun. And pretty cool having a whole convoy of D Maxes too to be able to pinch parts from. <laughs> See the nice, the nice seats in there. Yeah, mate. Yeah. So uh, at that same time, I was buy, I bought another two fleet vehicles, and they were the, a similar model. Uh, so I did. I pillaged a lot of parts off uh, off my other my tradesmen's <laughs> vehicles, including the whole doors. Mm, I stole the whole right. the whole doors because they were uh, tinted windows and had better mirrors and better interior. Uh, so I just stole all the doors off one, uh, stole the leather seats out of one, uh, console bits, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a uh, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a bitzer. And obviously, I can't do without my luxuries. I'm getting a bit old now, so uh, yeah. I upgraded the stereo. Uh, it's got um, brand new stereo. I had to get new mounts for the uh, new um, fascia for all that kind of stuff. It's got a little sub in there and, and whatever. Those those D-Maxes factory have pretty good sound system. Pretty oh, good speakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're uh, yeah, that was good. It's good fun. It's good, yeah. and you've you've obviously changed the setup in it a few times. You've uh, got rid of, got taken away with the canopy. Obviously, a little bit more required on one of the fleet vehicles. But I think that was uh, a good little good little upgrade. Putting a hard lid on there. Uh, so you can mount that rooftop tent nice top and low. Tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's in the latest one, hey, where you got the rooftop tent on the on the yeah on, on the, the hardwood, yeah, yeah, on the yep. hardwood. Yeah, so I mounted the mounted some roof racks again, pillaged off other Matthew Electric <laughs> vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> mounted those on there. They're a bit too close together uh, because that's the way the 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 support is underneath those lids. Uh, I would like them a bit further apart. You might see in the video that um, I've got some some support brackets which go to the back of the tent uh, it's mainly because the, the the those racks were a bit too close together I uh, would have liked them a little bit further apart but uh, we made it work and uh, next mod probably when running that uh, rooftop tent I'd have to get stronger gas struts because you might have even seen in the in the video there is there is a shot there where it's propped up with a bit yeah. of wood <laughs> I only just saw that well I saw it when I was editing but I was like <laughs> Then you know you notice it, but you're like, oh yeah. And then in the actual final production, when we put that on, like, ah, oh. <laughs> absolute <laughs> arm workout too to get to your anything in the oh, tray. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, yep, clean and jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, the yeah, one of the first mods, well, serious four drive mods I did that thing was uh, install a front air locker. What and a difference that made. That too. changed the game. Uh, is Man, those D-Maxes, they're not nothing like, um, <laughs> I say it again, the Pajero. And that <laughs> if you ch- chuck it in low range and there's there's no there's no traction control. It's it's just open diffs and it, they're actually a bit of a rubbish four-wheel drive straight out of the box. Uh, it's it's open diffs, so you've got one in the front and one in the rear spinning. So it's important, especially with that IFS, to to get those two front wheels going because they, they, they tend to spend a fair bit of time in the air. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> so front locker was key. Uh, that was that was done by our mates at uh, Bayswater, and did a good job, nice and easy. Um, yeah, yeah, changed the game for the D Max, absolutely. Yeah, and I've got uh, an auto locker, so it kind of worked like an LSD. Uh, that's that's uh, up next, so it's going to be twin locked. That's uh, it's going to be a bit of a weapon. It's actually a little bit more. Uh, capable than LSD, They're, they are actually positive locking. A proper locker, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's just an auto locker, which I think will again really, really ramp up the the traction for the for the D Max. I'm really excited to see it. So mm. hopefully mm. we'll be able to keep up. 
<laughs> I think you said in the Oddlands Road video, and I don't know if you can recall, but uh, you said that uh, it was quite good not having the lockers in because then you could learn more about that vehicle when driving it on the, on the tougher tracks. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I've heard people say before that people knock IFS vehicles uh, but it's 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 only because that traditionally you 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 wheel a, a a solid axle vehicle and that's that's how they drive and and that's how they're used to driving. But you just need to learn to 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 drive a, an IVS vehicle. But it drives different to a live axle vehicle. Absolutely, yeah. they're they're much different. They actually have advantages too. You know, we haven't got a you haven't got a big diff pumpkin in the front of your vehicle dragging on everything. You actually got a lot more front clearance. That Prado, you can walk under that thing almost. Yeah, and that's that's that's, that's not even lifted. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, the Prado. Yeah, no, yeah, that is Prado, lifted. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah. the amount of space you have under the front, especially, yeah, is mm. uh, is is unreal. So mm. Mm. for the newbies, IFS, what's what is that? Independent front suspension. suspension right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, most most vehicles these days, it, it's it's hard to find a live axle front vehicle. Yeah, and generally on the road, they handle a bit of rubbish. I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. you'll yeah, and the and the more modern ones are like like the Pajero again. I keep I keep referencing the Pajero, but that's that's independent suspension all around. So it's right. front and rear. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's funny when when it, it just just to allude to that a little bit. When Lewis first brought that vehicle, I, I was disappointed. I was like, it's got no live axles. <laughs> you know what were you thinking? <laughs> Yeah, here we are. It's just, uh, yeah. I, it, it has proved me so wrong, time and time again, that you know, suspension is important, but you know, it, can, it, it almost that everything has its advantages and disadvantages. There's no, there's no one thing to say that this is the best. You need this mm. because in our convoy we have such a, a wide range of of different vehicles, different varieties, and different yeah. setups. You know, I think that's also key to a, a solid convoy is have something that's strong at everything. At least you get someone through. Yeah, and you'll find <laughs> sure. that the terrain in in New Zealand is is so different to most of the popular countries for 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 wheeling. So you go to Australia and in the states, and it's it's all rock crawling and big open trails. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. So solid axles. Yeah, when you when you're trying to articulate over massive rocks and and that kind of stuff, really coming to their own. Yeah, the live axles is great, but um, but most of the tracks in New Zealand aren't like that. No, they're just little narrow bush tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it's not necessarily a key thing to have as a live axle. So, no. the the vehicle I had before the eighty was a surf, and that was obviously IFS. And I've done still to this day more hard trails than that than I've had a chance <laughs> to do in the eighty, mm. uh, just because it's a lot narrower, shorter, lighter. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's it's uh, yeah. New Zealand trails here are a lot tighter, a lot lot more slippy. So sometimes having a big heavy vehicle is a little bit of a disadvantage, uh, but yeah, I haven't spent enough time in the eighty series to really make a call on that yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's, it's it's going to be the question, isn't it? What's what's the the ultimate vehicle to to wheel in New Zealand? Yeah, that is a great question. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just going back to your D Max. Mm-hmm. So you got a ECU tune as well. I did. Yeah, yep. yeah. That uh, that changed the game. I, the D-Max that I've got is the pre-DPF right. uh, D-Max, yeah. So it doesn't have that uh, that clunky big DPF in the line there, and uh, we were able to extract a decent amount of power out of it. 
yeah. uh, without that DPF. Um, Can you recall how much it was? I know it's in a video. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't recall exactly, but I know we got the figures essentially exactly the same as what you can you get a brand new DMAX. So right. it's pretty wow. good going. For, uh, I think we were 450, 450 meters. it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, and it, yeah, it's just so open. It's just like it... There's no lag. You can just. It just seems like you can just breathe, and yeah. and uh, so responsive. Yeah, loads of power, especially it's, it's paired good. up with that throttle control you got in there too. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got a common rail diesel, get a throttle controller. It's yeah. uh, it's so they're so good. It's such a game changer. Because you're using the uh, iDrive. Yeah, yeah, iDrive, iDrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, uh, good little units, and not. Yeah. It's not going to break the bank. Too bad. Yeah, and you can you can chuck them in. It's a ten minute job. Yeah, yep. stick it in line uh, on top of your throttle pedal, and mm. where you go. It's one of those mods you don't really know you need until you have it. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's just it's just so good yeah. for a lot of applications. You know, the beach driving, ramp it right up. The places like Odlands Road, where you had it, you know, wound right down in points mm. for that mm. rock crawling. Yeah. And a few places wound right up again, so you can. Yeah. Yeah. Really stomp on it. Bit and of response. Yeah. yeah. Ultimate yeah. nine. Ultimate <laughs> nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one of one of my sparkies, uh, he's put a throttle controller just in his Outlander, and his wife loves it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just trans- transforms vehicles, and it just makes it so much more drivable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. It's interesting. Um, if you want to see more of of Adam's vehicle on our channel, there, uh, you can see a lot of the mods that he's done. So it's kind of between start of the year and last year i think mm. so and then your uh correct me if i'm wrong is it tjm yes the, uh, the snorkel snorkel yeah um, that yeah. one's just um hit a hundred a thousand thousand views so quite a popular yeah. video yeah. so yeah so check out all of those that's good on, that, that on, was on a, that was a scary moment uh drilling a hundred and Two mil hole in the side of my guard. Yeah, <laughs> with the safety yeah, The facial on. expressions yeah. say it all. Hey. <laughs> oh, but yeah, those those snorkels that, that you can't see it from the driver's seat. Uh, yeah. I was really surprised by that. Mm. They've designed that really well, and um, I think it looks cool. Some some people may not, but it's not traditional looking snorkel. But uh, it sounds really cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was lucky enough to better drive Adam's vehicle for a bit as a as a work vehicle, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was great just making it make. Choo-choo noises everywhere, yeah. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Logan, yeah, tell us about the uh, the eighty series. It's mm. uh, it's come a come a long way since you've uh, you bought it. I think uh, it's been about a year. Yeah, actually, almost to the almost to the day. Um, it's been a straight out of, straight out of the box. They're pretty capable vehicles. When I bought it, that was lowered on thirty threes. <laughs> lowered, <laughs> lowered. <laughs> <laughs> Flogged out suspension, mate. Is that yeah. what you call a pavement process? Or <laughs> <laughs> it was, believe it or not, it was a very tidy vehicle before I got my mitts on it. Right. Uh, yeah. No, it was. Uh, it was a pretty good deal. I think all I had when I got it was a snorkel, the MCC bar, the tent, and the thirty threes. Mm. Is was what I got it with, and yeah, straight away you could go have quite a bit of fun with that. Um, no, I definitely wheeled it for a little while pretty much just like that before we started really hooking into it uh, I thought it was definitely key to first couple mods was the King's Spotties and the Dominator X winch uh, basically right there you have a setup to go do whatever you know you've got something to self recover and you've got a bit of light for 
when you're stuck at night. So mm. that was uh, that was the first few little bits and pieces, and then my goodness, it was a downhill spiral from there. <laughs> I was I said I was going to keep it pretty factory for a little while, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that didn't didn't last long at all. It was soon ripping into the lift and yeah. uh, bigger tires. The really cool one of my favorite mods, and I know it sounds lame, but it was the the Cray four x four roof basket. Right. Yeah. It was that was. Oh, there's so many eighty series builds out there, mm. and I, I really wanted to try and not try and stick away from the normal. You know, something something stand out a little bit. And mm. guys at Kaipo Repowers, man, they they produce some pretty cool kit. It does look cool. Yeah, I. Yep. That's probably my favorite little bit of thing I've put on there, eh? Yeah, mate. Yeah. Do you think in doing all these? if you want to call them upgrades or updates, Adam's a bad influence on you. I think we're a bad influence <laughs> on each other, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. That thing, uh, that thing was pretty good. Uh, even, even though it's still unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm intending to keep it unlocked for a little bit. Uh, as you said, so I did the same with the surf, kept it unlocked for a while. It's still feeling a little bit foreign to me. So the surf is obviously a lot smaller vehicle. And the, the amount of years I spent in that, I really got to know exactly how the vehicle handled, mm. you know, where it was on the trails. And it's still feeling slightly foreign to me in the 80 series. Um, so I think definitely going to hold off on the lockers for a little bit. And there's definitely been some situations where it could have been really helpful. But yeah, I want to learn it a little bit more, get some more trails under its belt first. And then definitely I think I'll go for a rear locker first. I think, again, that's the difference between what we can do you know you're smart and went for the the front locker and the ifs vehicle the obviously they don't have as much articulation in the front so keeping both wheels spinning was was smart but i'm a little bit more lucky with the 80 series so i'll lock the rear first but yeah i think um going forward will be more setting up making it a bit more comfortable to camp out of just uh only got just boot space at the moment so yeah. she's open rain to to be able to put a bit of a setup in the back of there do you want to talk about that in our recent trip? <laughs> Did I talk about that? Well, I was just going to say, so here's a full full story, full disclosure here. So, Logan, did you sell the tent, your rooftop tent? Yeah, yeah, which was, again, probably part of the reason why I bought the rack. But yeah. Right, okay, so he sold the rooftop tent, got the rack, so he takes um, Erica, his partner, with him camping and so they were both in this small swag i'm like oh no one person swag wasn't one it? person swag she wasn't stoked about it no. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't going to be my next yeah, yeah yeah she wasn't wasn't a happy camper literally yeah yeah well it was for me because i said especially for that if i came i came to bed a few gins deep so all oh, right yeah i uh, wrestled in there definitely woke her up <laughs> boozy snore yeah yeah pretty much um no, it, it, the rooftop tent is definitely a luxury, and I think in the future I'll I'll love to get a, a hard shell, hard shell one that you can yeah, at least chuck on for the easier trips. Uh, but especially now that it's lifted on thirty fives, uh, three inches on thirty fives, you definitely feel that that tent on the top. Yeah, and when you when you're doing the harder stuff, it just doesn't fill you with as much confidence. Hmm. Uh, there's probably mixed opinions on that, but uh, I I could definitely notice it up there. And mm. taking it off one has drastically improved my fuel economy. Yeah, but it has. And then confidence on the trails. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with the, the swag under the awning 
for a little bit, I think. Yeah. I think I'll get a bit bigger of a swag for the next yeah, trip. Yeah, but might have to get a double. Yeah, double get a double. Of your through this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I'll definitely need to do that. But <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's basically going to be the the setup for a little bit. Um, yeah, probably be touring setup in the back of the truck, and then then we'll think about a locker. I've got a little bit of four hundred thousand kilometer problems I got to solve too. That comes with these these trucks. <laughs> but yeah. All that's a lot of case and yeah. that's impressive it's still going as well as it does especially doing what we do with them too so, <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 that's uh it's interesting yeah yeah <laughs> okay. Good vehicle. so you've uh you've recently done did you do wheel bearings last or what was this what would you do you, you rebuilt the front end didn't you yeah we uh what we have is the swivel arms so uh they're all all leaking quite a bit of oil and moving around quite a bit so <laughs> While we're in there, yeah, we rebuilt the, the hub assembly with wheel bearings and stuff like that. So it was all freshened up. That was uh, courtesy of James, who was on our last trip. Mm. Yeah, he's real clever, you know. Uh, yeah. His 80s are an example to follow. Just the, the high quality of work while he's in there is his favorite saying, you know, while we're in here, we'll do this. While we're in here, we'll do that. And then <laughs> five grand later, you know, you've got, you got, you got, you got a truck that can turn. <laughs> so, uh, it'd be, uh, be the same story with your brakes now. What brakes? Yeah. <laughs> That's the next job. Yeah. Yeah. So brake upgrade on the way, I think, especially mm. once we've tucked the 35s under there. She's uh, both feet on the brake pedal occasionally. So yeah, <laughs> need to get onto that. Uh, now coming back to you, Adam with Prado. Yeah. Uh, so this is a recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, recent edition. Yeah. Yeah, recent edition. Uh, so, wifey was complaining a bit uh, about the last uh, the last trip we did in the D Max uh, as a family. Uh, so I have uh, two kids, and uh, we uh, went touring around oh, a bunch of places: uh, Coromandel, Raglan, uh, Topol. And yeah, it was. It's not. It's not the most luxurious vehicle, the D Max. And uh, Rach doesn't like driving it. So, uh, oh, Rach is my uh, my wife. And uh, so I wanted something a bit more comfortable to, to tour around with. And uh, yeah, yeah, I chose the chose the Prado. Uh, and it's a really understated, underrated vehicle. Those things are. Uh, Got all the all the goodies, all the goodies. Uh, which yeah, it's total it's total soccer mum's car, but <laughs> it's uh, it's got live axle rear. It's got uh, it's, um, it's core sprung in the rear too, and it's disc brakes all around. Full time four wheel drive. It's it's all the goodies uh, four wheel drivers want, and uh, but just in a in a in a soccer mum's costume uh, unfortunately but uh, <laughs> it's got a stigma about it anyway it says Land Cruiser it's not a real yeah, yeah it says Land Cruiser you're changing that up though eh, by what you've done it's, yeah, yeah yeah so uh, yeah shoehorned some 33s in there which is about as much as you'd want to do uh, on, a, on the factory setup that it is uh, it's, it has got a 2 inch lift though Dobinson's 2 inch lift and we didn't have to do too much to, to get the the tires in there. Uh, we had to pull the the front guard a little bit forward. Uh, again, if you had a front bar, which is in the plan, uh, you wouldn't have to do that. Uh, I had to trim the the mud flap, the mud guard, uh, a bit, uh, fairly heavily actually. Uh, it still rubs a little bit on that guard, mm. but uh, and the rear was fine. So it absolutely just transformed the vehicle, and uh, it, it's pretty capable straight out of the box. Mm. 
it does have um, uh, traction control in the low range again. So, and we we just uh, did a, did a bit of a bit of a trip a uh, local track and I was pretty impressed with it actually uh, it did very well it did yeah. pretty well yeah and yeah. That, that traction control works works quite well we found though uh, it did get bogged and uh, it, that place is notorious for it though <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it got it got bogged and the traction control was working a little bit hard uh, it's just a, just a matter of me learning that vehicle though uh, yeah. I, I haven't haven't uh, taken it that, on tracks like that before so it was fun and good learning about a new vehicle and, and seeing how it performs. It's cool. I must say, like you know, what what the audience probably doesn't know is how much research went into buying this vehicle. I think it was probably my favourite week at work. <laughs> Two weeks at work while he was busy test driving everything under the sun. Yeah, car salesmen yeah. love Adam. He walked into pretty much every single one of them, test drove Jeeps, Land Cruisers, you know, everything. And everything, uh, yeah. finding a full full compromise, you landed on that. I think it was a really good decision. Mm, mm. I, I doubted myself for a bit there, but uh, I, I think it's it's good. I mean, mm. I, I test drove a, a proper Land Cruiser, but, mate, for the same year and the same kind of case, you're paying... You're paying a 20 or 30 grand premium. It's called yeah. the Land Cruiser tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Land Cruiser yeah, tax. Yeah, yeah. The Land Cruiser tax is real. Yeah. And uh, you probably end up with a with a the truck that you'd be too precious about, and it probably wouldn't do as well on New Zealand tracks because it's so much wider. and So much heavier. It's so much heavier. And you've got yeah. so much less to mod it now as well. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. you just spend an extra 30 grand on it. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be broke for a little bit. Yeah, mm. so... Uh, Probably was good, good choice. Yeah, yeah, I think it's mm. good. And I haven't haven't modelled it too much yet, but I've got lots lots in the plan. Lots in the plan for sure. Yeah. Family tourer, he says. Yeah, family tourer. <laughs> that's, just, that's just to get it past the wife. <laughs> <laughs> and she's listening. Probably listen to this. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Um, <laughs> I think uh, just the small thing about that because um, I was really good. At you you said I could wheel that uh, on our recent one of our recent chip, trips and uh, and you talk about all the all the bells and whistles in there the cooling of the seats for the first time going on <laughs> an 800 kilometer trip I could have cool seats I didn't sweat at all you know what I mean because sometimes when you sit in the seat you know back it's a bit sweaty as blokes you know you get that and mm. and just yeah. a small thing like that I was yeah, like yeah. this is mean yeah, you know yeah. stay fresh throughout the whole time and man just so good to drive it's such a good vehicle yeah, yeah. it's a small thing but that is what pushed the sail over line for me actually <laughs> the, <laughs> cool, the cooled seats yeah. oh man you really are a Parado driver aren't you <laughs> oh man yeah it changes everything I, it does it's good yeah magic. I mean I didn't feel fatigued or tired yeah. Normally after driving for a little bit, you know, you mm. do. Mm. Uh, the amount of kilometres and the hours were in the seat over that weekend. Um, ah, but yeah, I was I was trying to work out why, you know, I got to the end of the trip. I was a bit, you know, a bit a little bit tired, but um it had been a long week anyways. Mm. Yeah, it's just so good. <laughs> Good, you guys are all good. talking about nice luxury vehicles. Here I am wrestling this 80 series around New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Anything else you guys want to add about your vehicles at all or anything that's... Um, I think, you know, there, there are some really nice rigs out there. And this, is, this isn't actually alluding to any of our vehicles and don't get too put off by the fact that you need to run all this crazy gear. Like, you know, you've seen Lewis in a stock Pajero follow us almost everywhere. Mm. Uh good saying I've heard before is the best mod you can do to your truck is a full tank of diesel get out there and do it go get stuck 
have some fun with your mates, you know. Yeah. Uh, all the gear can come later on. It's, it's a part of the process, you know. I've kind of found a long way that if I, I break something, I don't replace it, I upgrade it. Mm. You know, if, if a factory component's going to break, it probably will break again. A little bit different when you're playing with 400,000 Ks, but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Get out there and have some fun, you know. Yeah. The, there, there's some nice rigs out there, but you know, you could, you'll could you be surprised what you can do in a stock vehicle. Mm. Go and do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. With that, I think that's, that's all we really have to say for this yeah. episode. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So at the time of this episode, uh, we are just awaiting our vehicle walkthrough, which we filmed the other day with Adam. Uh, so he's going to take you through a full walkthrough on the Prado. Also on the channel is already the D-Max. So I'll drop those, or at least drop the uh, D-Max link for, for that over on YouTube in the, in the show notes. So check that out. And uh, and also check out our socials, so Tira 10 uh, NZ. So just by the way, you may have seen the logo from this podcast. So it's Terra at one zero. Uh, we'll explain that in another episode why we're gone with that name. So Terra ten NZ for New Zealand, and uh, yeah, check that out across Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And uh, yeah, and also rate this podcast as well if you can. Give us five stars, get it out there. And uh, we would also like to thank our sponsors, which is Napier Electric Company. So it's run by Adam, and then Logan's a part of that as well. Uh, I guess I'm a part of that in a way too. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, and then also CreateX. Uh, so it's part of what I do uh, with uh, filming. And then also Baytires 4x4. So a recent sponsor uh, to the, to what we do, So which is nice of them. Yeah. Good buggers down, down there. there. Yeah, so, they are. Yeah. yeah. So again, thank you to you for listening. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Catch you guys. Catch you guys. Thank yeah. you.